Crossplane is an innovative open source control plane framework that helps companies provide managed access to cloud native control planes. Upbound provides a single global platform to build, deploy, and operate these internally managed control planes that are powered by Crossplane. This episode is hosted by Lee Atchison. Lee Atchison is a software architect, author, and thought leader on cloud computing and application modernization. His most recent book, Architecting for Scale, is an essential resource for technical teams looking to maintain high availability and manage risk in their cloud environments. Lee is the host of his podcast, Modern Digital Business, an engaging and informative podcast produced for people looking to build and grow their digital business with the help of modern applications and processes developed for today's fast-moving business environment. Subscribe at mdb.fm and follow Lee at leeatchison.com. Bassam Tabera is the CEO for Upbound, and he is my guest today. Bassam, welcome to Software Engineering Daily. Thank you for having me on again. It's a, it's always an honor to be on this show. Great. I'm glad you're here. So let's start out. Um, let's tell our listeners what exactly do you mean by a control plane for an application? What are you talking about? So most people, when they're exposed to control planes, probably see them in, in another context. So let me, let me see if there's two that come up quite a bit. If you've used a Kubernetes cluster in the past, then, you know, you've got typically, you know, as a container orchestrator, Kubernetes lets you run containers on machines, nodes, right? And um, when you request that a container runs on these nodes, you're talking to the control plane of Kubernetes. You're asking it to schedule, you know, uh, one or more replicas of a container to run on a set of nodes, right? You do that by calling API on the control plane, you give it instructions that tell it, I want three copies of this container to run. And from that point onwards, it takes control. It's responsible for ensuring that these things are running, even despite node failures. If a node goes down, it's responsible for reconciling, taking, you know, ensuring that it can uh, start another container somewhere else, right? Because you asked for three to run. That entity is called a control plane, right? Another setting, another place you see this is in, in cloud computing platforms, like things like AWS or GCP or, or Azure, right? When you ask for an EC2 instance in AWS, you're talking to a control plane. You're asking it to provision and deploy an, a, an EC2 instance, and it's responsible for ensuring that that's deployed and configured and managing the lifecycle of it and keeping records of, of what happened so that, you know, for accounting and billing purposes. So a very central component of most platforms is a control plane. Whether it's in the Kubernetes ecosystem or cloud, most platforms are built around control planes. Another place I think a lot of people will see control planes is in like when they're building a SaaS service, there'll be an administrative panel on control for backend to you know, create new users or to manage existing users or perform customer support operations, all those sorts of things. That's often a control plane as um, sort of environment. Yeah, so the term comes from, I think the term was coined in the networking space, you know, separating a data plane, that things that are bits, that, that's moving bits from control, uh, configuring data paths and data routes, right? Um, but it's carried it's carried on to like other things. 
Same. Exactly. I, mean, I think even in the, in the networking space, they took it a step further. They created a parallel network for just the backend um, uh, control signal so that you can change the network settings without, you know, even if the network itself is down, you still have access to change the settings of the network and to diagnose. And... That's the separation you typically hear about data plane versus control plane. So one is about control configuration. The other is about the actual job that's being done, whether it's moving bits or, you know, running uh, uh, running compute workloads or, uh, or other 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 domains. Cool. Right. Cool. Cool. Okay. So, um, who are your customers? Um, who who are you tailing this product for? So, so let me talk about Crossplane. I'll also talk about that a bit. Crossplane is a cloud control plane, so it's using a control plane to manage cloud infrastructure and cloud services and cloud resources. Right. So, think of it as a control plane that sits on top of things like AWS and Google and Azure, maybe, you know, on-premises and other services, you know, Snowflake, Databricks, et cetera, right? It's designed to connect to all of them and provision resources, just like a control plane would do, and own the life cycle of managing these resources across across the different vendors that, it, that's, that, 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 that it's managing, right? And so, um, so it's a meta control plane, essentially. Control planes do nest, or you can create hierarchies of control planes. So yes, uh, it is a control plane. On if you're on top of a cloud platform, it's probably you know layered on top of other control planes, right? Um, and the the uh, you know our primary customers, in fact, essentially platform engineering teams. You hear they have different titles, right? But that are building what looks like an internal developer platform within enterprises, right? And they're responsible for managing the cloud infrastructure on one level and one they're responsible for ensuring that their policies and cost controls and governance and compliance are implemented. And they're also responsible for creating a self-service experience for the internal customers, the developers that are building applications. So we that's where we're seeing Crossplane be quite popular. They're these teams are these platform teams are building these internal platforms around control planes and specifically around crossplane. Now, now crossplane is itself is a open source framework, right? It's an open source product. Is that correct? It's a CNCF project. My company Upbound donated it to the CNCF uh, in May of 2020. Um, it came in as an incubating project in the CNCF and has since grad. So it came as a sandbox project. And has since you know gone up the to an incubating project, uh, but yes, it is a a CNCF project and it's open source. Cool. So, how much activity do you see in the open source product itself? I, if it's moved up that quickly, it must get a lot of uh, of interest. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, there are lots of ways to measure that. We we like to look at activity in terms of humans doing things with Crossbind, um, like actually contributing and and. We're very, very happy with the amount of contributions that are coming from the community and from e the ecosystem in general. Uh, we have a really healthy uh, Slack uh, community that is built around Crossplane. I think we're, you know, almost nine thousand people now that are, uh, you know, on the Slack channel and talking and contributing and doing things around Crossplane. So, so it's a, I'd say it's a very, very popular project these days. Cool. Yeah, cool. And you, you were talking about the contributors. You're talking about non, 
um, upbound contributors are. There's there's um, there's your contributions that you're making to it, but these are external contributors who are contributing as well. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, uh, people contribute fall over whether it's changing a, a line in the documentation or actually adding major features. They come from all around, um, and yes, the contributors are from the community and you know non non upbound contributors are, are uh, uh, plenty these days so that, that's good to see you, you hear so many uh presumed open source platforms which are you know they're open source but um all of the contributions are coming from the company the sole user of the company that contributed and built in the first place and all the open source contributions are coming from them but they haven't really created a community yet, but you actually do. There is a good solid community behind this. And I mean, by proof alone, just from, from where it sits within the Cloud Data Compute Foundation, it's it's a, um, it's a, it, it's got a great level of support. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. So talk about the connection then between cross-plane and upbound. Upbound is your company, is that correct? Yeah. So, so Upbound is the company that started Crossland and the ones that donated to the CNCF. We also are a commercial entity around Crossland. So we sell a set of products and services that are built around Crossland. You know, our, our vision is to basically create this, uh, you know, layer above cloud computing that, that, that we see our customers building, the, the platforms, the internal platforms that they're building and do so in a way that is, you know, has, control place at the heart of it, just like, you know, we were talking about layering here, but just like the largest platforms in the world are built, you know, if the largest platform in the world is not built around control planes and enterprise platforms should also be built around control planes. And so in some ways we're democratizing control planes, we're bringing it to the enterprise, we're, you know, building a set of services and tooling and we help them, you know, we help them get to production on crossplane. we help them ensure that they're building correctly on top of it. We offer them products and services that, that they could use to, to be successful with crossplane. You, you know, a lot of, um, you know, control planes can be both control as well as reporting, right? And, uh, and how much are you involved in the reporting aspect of, of, um, of the, can, can the, uh, the control plane side? Yeah. The, the way to think of it is like control planes are a very central piece of, uh, piece of a, of a platform. So, there tends to be a lot of adjacencies around them, right? So monitoring, reporting, billing, policy, cost controls, you know, all of those things build, benefit and build around control planes. And the, you know, the beauty of how Crossplane is built and architected is it actually uses and leverages the cloud native ecosystem. Uh, and so any tooling that works with a cloud native space, specifically nice supports the Kubernetes style API will work out of the box with Crossplane. So pick your favorite policy tool, your favorite cost control tool, your favorite monitoring or observability tool. Those all work out of the box with Crossplane. So what we tend to see is that, and part of why people choose Crossplane when they're building platforms is that it already has a rich ecosystem around it. You know, it's hard to find a vendor these days that's in the infrastructure or DevOps space um, that doesn't support the Kubernetes API and the cloud native, uh, you know, approach. And so, you know, but partly what we see customers doing is that they bring in Crossplane, they bring in, you know, whether, whether, um, uh, sorry, and then, and then they build around it with 
things like open policy agents or Giverno or you know things like Backstage and Argo and Flux and all these popular and rich projects, uh, Prometheus, etc., that are built in the cloud native ecosystem work well around Crosslane. In fact, they work better around Crosslane because Crosslane essentially provides a single point of control for all infrastructure. So you get to leverage these amazing tools that now are able to address all everything being managed by these platforms. So, you know, you, you talked about the enterprise space. And one of the things that you see a lot in, even, even in modern enterprises is, yes, there's the modern applications, the, the you know, the cloud native application ecosystem that um, the new applications are being cre- created into and even some migration of older apps into this new environment. But there's also the old um, the legacy applications that most enter- enterprises still have to deal with. And, you know, there certainly is value in having a consistent way of managing, controlling all of that. Do you do anything to help with those uh, legacy applications as well too? Yeah, we, we see customers basically integrating their legacy systems or even internal systems that are not so legacy, but there are internal systems into the same control plane approach. Essentially, anything that has an API could be brought into Crossplane. And so, you know, some of our largest customers are the ones that are very heavy compliance and governance, uh, you know, customers. And they tend to have a lot of internal systems where, you know, to get a cloud credentials, you need to go talk to an internal system that they've built, right, as a gatekeeper to cloud or cloud cost, or they have strong, you know, SecOps and FitOps type uh, practices, and they've built internal systems to codify them. Um, You can integrate these systems directly into Crossplane. So you can, for example, automate the process of requesting uh, cloud credentials or the process of asking for a new, you know, uh, cost center that you could uh, run infrastructure in from a FinOps standpoint. Right? Those things can and have been automated as well. I don't, you know, in in a, in extreme cases, you see folks that are trying to bring in even you know more legacy workloads. And in, in one case, I can think of a mainframe uh, being integrated in this approach as well. So, yeah, and I imagine. Um... I was going to say mostly, you know, in the the legacy apps, but no, that's not necessarily just mostly the legacy apps. It's in the, the cloud native apps as well too. Compliance and compliance monitoring is an important aspect for these control planes, and imagine you play a big role in that. So yeah, yeah. Part of, I mean, the the beauty of a control plane is it actually lets you centralize and standardize on one way to manage everything. And so when you have when you try to enforce policy, that that gets a lot easier when you have Standard system describing exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think like what I was thinking. Yeah, cool. Um, so I was actually when I was doing research, getting ready for this interview, I was intrigued by your tagline, which is um, as I'm looking at it right now, it says, "Let us scale your control plane so you can scale your business." So, um, if you know anyone who knows anything about me knows that I care a lot about scaling and I talk a lot about scaling and scale management. So I'm intrigued by that. Uh, that important use of the word scale in the control plane model. I'm wondering why you think the word uh, scale, why why does the word scale apply to um, your control plane business and why is it an important aspect of what you're doing? Yeah, uh, 
So, so in some ways, I mean, you can think of control planes solve a ton of problems for, for enterprises. Um, the ones we just talked about, standardizing, getting everything to a single point of control, building things around it, creating a self-service experience. They solve all these problems, but they also introduce new problems, right? And what we're seeing is the new problems they're introducing are around scaling the control planes themselves, right? Um, some of the things we look at here from a, from a scale standpoint are, um, you know, how many resources can a control plane manage? Um, how many control planes are you actually using in a given environment, right? And uh, things around security and tenancy and multi-tenancy type models. You know, do you deploy a control plane per team? Do you deploy a control plane per workload? Do you deploy a control plane for the entire organization, right? Um, so, so those are those are all some of the things that we see our customers struggling with, right? When they, you know, have decided to use Crossplane and they've decided to take it to production um, and they start running into these kind of scale and deployment and hosting type 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 issues. And um, that's kind of where Upbound can help, right? Um, we've, you know, not only created the Crossplane project, but, but are really... You know, have scaled it uh, for our own deployments. Right, Upbound itself runs on top of infrastructure that's deployed and running using Crossplane. We have a managed SaaS service that that we built um, with Crossplane, and we've scaled it. Right, and so part of what we just released uh, in the last month um, was our Upbound product. That and at the heart of it is this feature called managed control planes, and. You can think of managed control planes as, you know, the ability to deploy cross-plane instances uh, at on demand, and they can scale up and they can scale out arbitrarily. And, you know, so you can create one of these per team, you can create one of these per workload, you can create as many of them as you like, you can create hierarchies of them. And the amount of resources that they can manage uh, is essentially unlimited. They can grow, you can scale them. And that machinery, that logic to do all of that, to scale out, to scale up, to create multiple instances, to manage a lifecycle, is all part of a feature that we call managed control planes that is part of the upbound product. So the, the upbound product, is it mostly a, you know, a SaaS-enabled service or, or is it also an on-premise as well? Um, the, the version we launched on, on uh, April 4th was... Uh, a SaaS embodiment of it. Um, and, but as you can imagine that our customers are asking for different uh, deployment and hosting options, and we're working with them on, you know, essentially giving them managed control planes into their environment, different kinds of environments. It varies across the, literally everybody wants to run these control planes everywhere is what we're seeing. No joke, everywhere. Uh, we've got folks that want to do this uh, under the ocean, um, which is, uh, you know, you, you wouldn't think of as a, 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 you know, as a place to, to run infrastructure, but but it's fairly common these days to put containers under the ocean, shipping containers, like literally shipping containers under the ocean. Yep. Yeah, the uh, the touchless data centers and that uh, what both I think Google and Amazon are dealing with, they, they still have to be managed, and so they be. It's, it's not just air gapped; it's water gapped. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I, uh, well, I, literally, like you say, we'll put a data center anywhere nowadays. <laughs> so um, let's see. 
if if any if people are interested in learning more about either crossplane or upbound, where where should they go? So you see, crossplane is part of the CNCF Foundation, but where should they go to find out more information about crossplane? And where can they go to talk about to learn more about upbound? Honestly, the best starting point for both is upbound.io. So that I would start there. Um, Upbound hosts this marketplace uh, that has literally every resource and everything around crossplane documented. It lets you, it's kind of what the Docker registry was to Docker, right? Um, and um, really a, a, a good place to go get started with with crossplane um, and also with Upbound. So they, if you're looking to get, you know, it's easy to deploy a control plane using the Upbound product. It's easy to get, you know, deploy a set of services with it and play with it, it's probably the best place to start at this point. So um, Basam is the CEO of Upbound, and he's been my guest today. Basam, thank you so much for joining me today on Software Engineering Daily. Thank you, Lee. I really appreciate it. Thank you.